the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your Doleros. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Kind of pride myself on that. Um, Little Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. Narrated by Rob Black. No, 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 no. Shades of Grey in the August Employment Report. He was a handsome man. Tall, strapping Hot, sweaty, and oily. Nah, no, no, no. <clears throat> it's all about the payroll report. He went to work every single day. So yesterday we get this ECB surprise rate cut. And basically an asset-backed um, purchase of debt. Some of that might bleed over today into the news for sure. The ECB basically said, you know what? Um, we're going to kind of copy the United States and how they stimulated their economy or how they kept their economy from kind of getting out of the quagmire or how we kept our, like, I can't say that we had the greatest recovery because it's probably one of the worst recoveries ever after recession. It really is. It's been very meh in the United States, but it's, it's, it's like porridge. It's like, Oh, it's okay. It's not very hot. And it's not very cold. And it doesn't have cinnamon on it. It just kind of moves forward. So yesterday, the 10-year treasury was, you know, all eyeballs were on it. And kind of rightly so. Um, 10-year treasury bonds, it's 2.42%, 2.42%. Today, we open with kind of a different thing on Wall Street. All about the jobs numbers. Non-farm payrolls increased by 142,000. That's everyone thought it was going to be 223,000. Economists are coming out and saying this economic data looks wrong. Economists typically don't do that. It's kind of like um, the coach of the Packers coming out last night and said we won that game. Well, no, no, no. The score says you didn't. 
we won that game. We won that game in the trenches. We won that game with, with our players, with our smarts. No, 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 scoreboard. Same thing. Um, economists were thinking something totally different. This is one of the more surprising like reactions that I've ever seen from economists. Seeing economists get upset on Bloomberg television is, is kind of cute. Private sector payrolls increased by 134,000. Expectations were for 200,000. Unemployment rate was 6.1%. Expectations were for about 6.1%. The U6 unemployment rate, which accounts for underemployed and unemployed workers, was 12% versus 12.2% in July. Persons who have been unemployed for 27 weeks or more accounted for 31.2% of the unemployed versus 32.9% in July. So that's kind of an interesting one. When you've been unemployed for such a long time, you eventually fall off the ranks of the unemployed. So is that happening or some of the people who've been unemployed for a long period of time saying, you know what, I got to go get work. The labor force participation rate was about 62.8%. Average work week was about 34.5 hours um, for the six consecutive months. When that starts hitting 35, 35 and a half hours a week, that's when bosses go, you know what? I got to add me another employee. And that's when, you know, more people come into the workforce. Um, so the Fed's going to be digesting this. Um, a report showing weak payroll growth and a decline in the unemployment rate was driven by a decline in the labor force participation rate. The fact that the average work week held steady and the aggregate earnings increased by four tenths of a percent, which is supportive of consumer spending. Are some of the silver linings. Silver linings. I like that phrase for some reason. Or that thought. Ukraine reaches a ceasefire agreement with pro-Russian rebels. Do, 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 do. Now we need Sean Connery to come back and play a Russian. Here's my Wookiee. The Wookiee's a Ukrainian Wookiee. Did you hear his accent? That was pretty good. He's very, very versatile as far as Wookiees go. August non-farm perils, obviously the big story of the day. Ukraine reaching ceasefire with Russia. No, no, no. Not with Russia. No, it's not us. It's but pro-Russian rebels who have Russian equipment and Russian uniforms and Russian accents. Um, Strength today seen in energy technology telco telco. Uh, utilities. So telco and utilities are con- kind of considered safety areas. So there's a little bit of a let's hide in the safe areas today because, you know, I I have a sleep issue. I can't I sleep better when it's 72 degrees. So, yes, 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 yes. I have air conditioning. I'm kind of showing off. I know. And uh, yes, yes, yes. I'll run the air conditioning at night so I can sleep well. Um. So it's something I have to have it. I have to have it. I'm kind of a big deal. I am a big deal. In parts where I live, I'm known as the dude. S&P 500's down one today. The Dow's down 15. The Nasdaq down five. Apple says it's going to add new security measures after the celebrity hack. Good. Um, see, positives can come out of seeing Jennifer Lawrence nude. <laughs> well, of course we knew that. Positives can come out of seeing Jennifer Lawrence nude. We get new security features. 
slide sound up. There we go. When you have to call for your own sound effects, it's hurting. It's hurting. Apple's going to strengthen security measures after the recent episode where hackers broke into Apple accounts of a number of celebrities, stole their nude photos, and leaked them on the internet. It's a good thing they didn't like steal photos of like Jennifer Lawrence on vacation or something like that, right? Because no one would care about that. Customers will speak English. Customers will receive emails and alerts called push notifications, which are messages that show up prominently on iPhones and iPads when someone tries to change their password for their iCloud account upload their backup account data to a new device or log into the accounts for the first time from an unknown device. Notifications will be added in two weeks. In the past, Apple customers were receiving emails only when someone changed their account password or logged in from a new device. They received no notification or email when someone loaded an iCloud backup onto another device. Um, okay. Yeah. It is what it is. Wall Street Journal, um, Apple's got that, you know, Big announcement coming up in four more days. Tuesday. Next Tuesday, we're going to hear about the new Apple phones. We're going to hear about new Apple computers. We're probably going to hear about new Apple wristwatches. Um, And some of the data that's starting to leak about that are pretty impressive. Um, And what do I mean by that? Um. The watch, we're, we're getting some information on it. It's going to have some storage. It's going to have a 1.5-inch screen or 1.3-inch screen, silver or aluminum or gold look to it. So, um, But the ability to link it to your phone and the ability to have your phone do near-field communication payments and use the fingerprint scanner um, are some of the things that Apple are betting on as far as push and retail the next step. You're listening to Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. You can find me online at robblack.com. Big event coming up next Thursday in San Jose. It's all about wealth in the Bay Area. Creating it, managing it. You have a huge income. What do you do with that? How do you do taxes? So you can sign up next Thursday evening, 639 at the San Jose Airport Hotel. Robblack.com. You can drive. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Fidelity recently did a study as to which accounts have done the best at Fidelity. What they found out was that people would forgot they had an account and did the best. At Fidelity, that dead people did the best at Fidelity, that people who were actively managing their accounts did the worst. Um, that's fantastic. It shows you how behavioral biases screw you up. Need I say more? You suck at it, money management. You suck day trading. Um, best people possible are the people who buy stuff and forget about it. Joining me now? Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Um, talk about financing a house. Financing a house. 
Uh, what should you not do when financing a house? Yeah, that's something that, you know, over the last few years, we had some new guidelines come up and a lot of new, you know, people aren't used to everything that's going on in the loan. It used to be and feel very easy to go through a transaction. Uh, and there's definitely some things that you still have to pay attention to and some new things that you need to pay attention to. But we usually focus on the the, do, the don'ts in uh, financing a property, usually on a purchase, because there's a lot more risk involved here. You've already you got a contract accepted on the house. You finally got that offer accepted. Uh, so you don't want to lose that by doing something kind of silly or you know, off the wall. Uh, don't stop making a mortgage payment on a house or any other revolving debt or sure. installment debt. I mean, that's the first thing. And people do this, Rob. Um, in a refinance especially, somebody will uh, – they'll, they'll think that their transaction has started and it's taken care of the old mortgage. It doesn't. It, and people will stop making the mortgage payment. Definitely don't do that. That's a deal killer. Um, don't run your credit during a transaction. There's some people that will go out there and try to get some new credit. They'll get, you know, maybe beef up their credit card so that they can afford maybe a new appliance or furniture coming into their new purchase. Um, this can become a new liability and hurt your debt ratios. So you have to be really careful. When you bought your house, you wanted to go out and buy some new stuff. You have not, to be really in it. Well, you thought about it. Yeah. Your wife maybe have thought about it or the, the, I'm all about living in a box. Yeah. Um, and don't establish any new credit. This happens as well. But it, some people have gone out and increased their credit card limits in anticipation of needing to get a new um, a dryer or, or wash machine. And when this happens, the lender's going to look at that as you're going to spend more money and they can factor that into your new ratios and it could kill your deal. We have a client that we worked for not too long ago who had a very close ratio. They're pushing the max. The, the wife worked, but we didn't use their income because the credit score was too low, so we kept her off. And then the, the husband went out and increased the credit card debt or the limits, and it could have seriously hurt their chances of getting their property. Um, no cash advances from credit card. People have done that before for down payment. You can't use cash advances. And don't leave town. Uh, you, you're going to love this saying. Um, a realtor said to me once, this is, when you want to know somebody's going on vacation, find out when they're buying a house. For some reason, people leave during transactions. Yeah. I, I, I don't get that. And you're basically implying it's have paperwork intensive and things have to well, be signed. And I mean, you've you only got three days to close or 14 days. And... It's just, it always seems like it's the, the worst timing. You go on vacation and we're going to need something from you. See, I don't go on vacations. I don't like material objects. I'm not a very sexy guy. So when you put it that way, right? But it happens. Uh, all of these happen on a regular basis. I had one, one, transaction where three of these happened. They left town, they changed their um, uh, credit card limits, and they ran new credit. Don't change jobs. That's quite obvious. And if you do, you're going to need at least one month's paycheck stubs in order to get back into the qualifying range. Uh, and what's interesting here is that you can actually switch jobs before transaction um, and have large gaps before your transaction, something that a lot of people don't know. It, the longer you are, you have a gap between your jobs, the more paychecks that you're going to need, more months of paychecks. Um, and the big one is don't move money around. This is something that where everybody thinks that you know the whole transaction is great. We have a great you know debt ratio. We have a good credit score. We have good down payment, but we're moving money around too much. And what happens is since uh, over the last couple of years, we've had new anti-money laundering rules, and the lenders are really scared about getting sued and, and having some sort of fraud show up on, uh, on this file. 
so that they're going to track all of the deposits that are non-payroll deposits in your account. And you're going to have to provide information about this and source this information. So be really careful about that. Expect a lot of documentation. Thanks very much. It's Tony Mendez. You can find Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. What else you got? Don't. As far as don't go. Don't. As far as don'ts? Yeah. Um, don't alter any documents. Uh, it's kind of beyond common sense. that, And some people still do that. So you have to be really careful what about it. What have you seen? Um, you know, employment especially. Uh, and, so they, and add like, like, they add like a zero to their pay? Well, they think that if, if they have large gaps or they, they want to fill in like a whole year of self-employed when they only really worked six months self-employed. And sometimes they'll go back and check that. But that's kind of a, a gray area for some lenders and not for others. Um, applications. Uh, I mean, it's gone as far as W-2s and paycheck stubs and verification of employment. Uh, it goes on and on. Okay. That's fraud. Your deal will die. It's fraud, but it doesn't feel like fraud. It's kind of like, what is the word? Dressing up your resume or you know, embellishing? I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't work in the in the industry. It's it goes all the way down deep. They're going to find out who you know. And the people you, people you work with, like the people who are approving loans, they're basically kind of jerks about it. Like, why is this person saying that they were self employed for a year when I see that they were self employed for six months? They must be liars. We should probably gas them. Gas them. You know, I think people in the in that they have this perception in the industry is that, that lenders don't want to give loans to people. So you have the people own the banks or the lenders, and then you have the consumer. And in between that consumer is somebody called an underwriter. And that underwriter is a, a completely different animal in the business. And they're the last stop before that, that file moves into funding. And, and then you have a funder that touches the file as well. And it's kind of like a double underwriting. Um, and those people are, the, are, are going to go and they, they follow a standard type of procedure based on, you know, the lender's guidelines and, uh, they will do what the lender asks them to do. And some lenders are a little bit tougher than others. Some lenders say, you know what, we're going to be, you know, we're going to interpret the guidelines a little bit differently from Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, or we're going to do a portfolio loan that, that just is really easy for you. So that's a difficult part. And, and one of the things in my job uh, over the last 10, 11 years was finding that right kind of lender to do that. Uh, and that has the, the other options for people who have, you know, might not fit these tight guidelines and get the better rate. And right now, tighter guidelines equals better rates. And it might, you know, everybody thinks it's a standard product and it for the most part is, but you might have a little bit, you know, like an eighth of a rate here and maybe a thousand dollar credit over here instead of this other lender. But it's, it's a very interesting business. Sounds good. You can find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Don't forget, I've got a big event coming up. Uh, September 11th, less than a week away, Bay Area Wealth Strategies. It's a great area to live. It's a great area to work, but it's expensive. We're going to talk about buying real estate, real estate versus stocks, capital gains, um, stock option planning, wealth planning, marriage planning when you're wealthy in the Bay Area, and much, much more. Take a break here. Be right back. You can sign up for that event at robblack.com. We were the challenges of the unknown. Be safe, you say. Whatever the mess you are, you mind. Okay. That is the custom. I'm down. 
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So I do a whole show about retirement. I'm Rob Black. It's about getting you to retirement, funded. It's about not being afraid to invest. We've seen some crazy things. Crazy things. We've seen Americans beheaded. We've seen, you know, war wars. We've seen presidents assassinated. We've seen nuclear explosions. We've seen... Iran, Iraq, Iraq Part 1, Iraq Part 2, Kuwait. We've seen Vietnam. We've seen recessions. We've seen depressions. We've seen crashes. And the market's still at an all-time high or right close to it. What's it going to take to get you to say, okay, I give up, I'm in? What's it going to take to get you to say, you know, this is a pretty good idea? I don't get it. It's a, it's a battle at times to get people to invest and get people thinking about retirement. You work from age 20 to 60, and I'll, 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 I'll admit it, I probably wasn't the most educated person of life experiences from age 20 to 25, and then you slowly start to get it. Like, hmm, this guy's not a keeper. This guy's a lot of fun, but he's not a keeper. I'm looking for a keeper, so I better move on. Things like that start coming into your head. Um... You know, the, the going out on Halloween's and getting trashed and trying to get a jello shot into the girl at the end of the bar because, you know, one more jello shot and she's going to think you're a little bit cuter. You start going, you know what? If I need a jello shot to get a girl to like me, she's probably not the girl that should like me. I should get the girl who likes me for liking me. So this is a show all about kind of like you work from 25 to 60 as far as saving for retirement. Uh, the longer you wait, the more likely you're not going to retire. And if you wait till you're 40, 45, 50, you're looking probably at a, a trailer park. You're looking at being that person who doesn't have a home. You're looking at a person that doesn't have financial security to take the grandkids to Disneyland. Um, and I don't want that. I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is they don't save money. I know it sounds ridiculous, but Social Security, even at its best day ever, was meant to supplement your income. It was a supplemental retirement. It wasn't a full retirement. You've worked your whole life. Now enjoy. Another thing that people do is that they use their nest egg as a piggy bank. And that's wrong. Um, a friend of mine got into some car problems and, and she, you know, she bought a car that she really shouldn't have bought. She bought a little racy sporty car and she raced and sported around in it. And when you race and sport around in a vehicle, you put, you know, wear and tear on it and, well, now she's got a car that she's upside down in and it doesn't work anymore. So she still owes money on a car that doesn't work. And the repair is $10,000. Um, lost compression in her engine. I know you're saying, that sounds sexy. Lost compression in her engine? That's hot. You do a financial radio show, that's hot. I could be so used to Nicole Richie right now. Oh, bacon's not bad. Bacon's not bad either. Well, Nicole Richie would have been good too. But is what it is. Um, another mistake that people make is they don't think through their, their social security benefits. Like, take it at age 62 or take it at age 70. The longer you wait, the much more material it is. 
It could be the difference between $1,400 a month and $3,200 a month. It's pretty significant the longer you wait. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Let's talk a little earthquake insurance. Um, whether it be the Napa earthquake in 2014, whether it's the San Francisco one, and it wasn't even the San Francisco quake, but they felt it for, for darn sure in San yeah. Francisco in 89. Um, what are your thoughts? What are you hearing these days on earthquake insurance more? Um, earthquake insurance, about one fifth of the clients that I do business on get insurance in California. It's as low as 10%, 12% in the Bay area. I'm sorry. In California, I think it's 7% in the Bay area. It's like 12%. Okay. The, um, usage, the average premium in California is about 600 to $700. And the bear, it's, a, it's a little bit more. I've seen some premiums up to about fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred a year. So it's kind of expensive. It's on top of your regular insurance. So a lot of people question whether or not it even makes sense because it does have a high monthly payment or um, annual premium. But you have to. A lot of people don't realize too that it, it's all about the deductible, yeah. and you can do a ten percent, fifteen percent deductible, and that's like quite a bit of money on you know, 500,000 or a million dollar property. And if you don't have the equity in the property, why are you having this such a high deductible? So a lot of people don't know why they should be getting mortgage. Ins- I'm sorry, um, earthquake insurance. And it's being pumped a lot. And, and I don't know if you've noticed, but I mean, geez, uh, just yesterday I heard two earthquake commercials in a row. Okay. Okay. And we haven't heard an earthquake commercial or earthquake insurance commercial for years. And then all of a sudden there's boom, 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 boom. And from what I understand, also, it's the most expensive time to buy earthquake insurance is right after an earthquake. So um, it, it's all about finding out those those numbers about the deductible, what you want covered, how much is your premium, uh, and and figuring it, and, and, and your equity and figuring it out if it all makes sense. It's, it's definitely well worth looking into um, if you have something to lose. And I, it is definitely one of those insurances that you talk about all the time, Rob, where you get it if you can't afford to lose and then you fill in the blank there. Well, I don't have earthquake insurance. Um, there's a great... You know, you know it would be fantastic insurance? Marriage insurance. <laughs> insurance. <laughs> the marriage works out or doesn't work out. Isn't that called a prenup? Uh, maybe. Um, but somehow you get like a big payday if it doesn't work out. But um, earthquake insurance. And one, one of the things I was looking into was... So uh, I don't have it because if earthquake hits and knocks down my house, first and foremost, I've, I want to rebuild my house at some right. point in time. Um, I've got the smallest house on the block, and at some point in time, I, it's a teardown to me. So I kind of, I kind of, earthquake may just get me one step closer to the teardown. It may mm-hmm. do the tearing down for me. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense to you, but this is how my head works. And if it does fall down, I'm not going to cry because I got other assets, including my good looks um, and my ability to earn money. Yep. So, uh, but for some people who they have nothing. They're 60 years old. They're retired and their house is their, you know, their biggest house. They can't afford to replace it on their own. Um, and, and yeah, yeah. Can you afford the deductible? A lot of people get the mortgage, the earthquake insurance, and then they can't afford the deductible. And there's, they think they're insuring, you know, a portion of their equity or all of it. And I've come to learn people don't understand deductibles. No, they don't. You get healthcare insurance and you're like, I thought my insurance was free. I thought my healthcare was free. No, no. Now, once you hit this $9,000 threshold, then everything else is kind of covered, kind of. 
oh, no, it's really not. It's like 50% of the hospital's covered, 25% of surgeries are covered. Like, it's health, insurance sucks. Well, luckily, the, the that's why I invest in insurance. This companies. kind of insurance is you can really customize it to what you wanted to cover. For example, you can go to this place called myhazards.calema.ca.gov. Um, it's a Cal Emergency Management Agency. You can find out what kind of soil you're on, for example. And you go, oh, I'm on rock or bedrock or I'm on soft soil. So you can figure out, okay, I'm going to not lose my house, but I'm going to lose everything in it. So you can change the, the policy to, to fit more of the, the personal property inside as opposed to the actual structure. And then you can conform it that way. So earthquake insurance has some advantages in that respect where you can customize it. But again, it's all about the deductible and that premium and whether or not it makes sense. My house, oddly enough, is on Jello. <laughs> so I don't think I'm going to fare terribly well. Except for my Jello shots that are inside the refrigerator. Should be fine. I have no comment on Jello shots. And you know, the last time I had a Jello shot was, I think, 1994. Five. Do you remember Jello shots? Like how you had to peel the Jello out a little bit of the plastic cup, just a little bit, just to make sure that it's popping in your mouth. Not, a, <sighs> not a connoisseur. Really? Yeah. So Kraft just got into a lot of flack because they sell um, Jello molds for universities. And what do university kids do with Jello shots? They well, they make Jello alcohol, put alcohol in them. And anyway, Kraft is catering to getting our college kids trashed. Thank you. And I, I'm going to shut up before Kraft sues me. So with that being said, it's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. So anything else? <laughs> it's kind of a broad question. It's kind of a broad show. Oh. And by broad show, I'm talking about chicks, ladies, women. So your seminar coming up. GAMS. Um, wealth and investing in California. I think that's going to be an interesting seminar. I, I, a lot of people in the Bay Area still want to know how to buy a house here. It's pretty expensive. How to get their offer accepted. I mean, we could talk about that at the seminar. I think that would be fun. Be fun. <laughs> You've never no, been to one of my no. seminars. It's like getting your wisdom teeth taken out, put back in, and then taken out again. It's like waking up in the middle of having your wisdom teeth being pulled out and like the the dentist is standing on your chest with, with a chisel. Like you wake up with footprints on your chest. And you're like, well, what's going on here? You ever get your wisdom teeth taken out? Yep. All, all four at the same time. Greatest high that I've ever had. I woke up getting my wisdom teeth out. The doctor's like, enjoy this. Because it's the most expensive high you'll ever get in your life. I was like, really? I do feel kind of good. Um, so that's kind of one of those moments in your life that you're like, Interesting. Because everyone talks about waking up in pain. Not me. With that said, uh, big event coming up next Thursday evening. San Jose, San Jose Airport Hotel. Who names a hotel an airport hotel? The San Jose Airport Hotel. It's on 4th Street. It's all about wealth in the Bay Area. You can sign up for the event at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. So say Black and your money on AM 1220 KBOW and I Heart Radio Station.
Welcome in. Our Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Money investing and more. A day on the market like no others. A weak jobs report comes out. Dun, dun, dun. What's funny is no one believes it. Economists are widely going, that can't be right. The S&P 500 down 5, the Dow down 44, NASDAQ down 16. Apple's up a little bit. They got hit pretty hard to the tune of $26 billion market cap value when the celebrity nude phone hacking, 100 celebrity nude phone hacking. Jennifer Lawrence nude phone hacking story hit $26 billion. Wow. Anyone can see me naked for $26 billion. <laughs> Just throwing it out there for you. Just throwing it out there for you. You pony up a six-pack of beer, and I'm in. So I don't even need the $26 billion. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, com. How are you today? Good, Rob. How are you? Got an email the other day that was kind of fascinating. It came from uh, kind of a gloom and doomer. Or he's like, you should talk about how America's going to run out of money and Social Security and the dollar's going to inevitably crash as we can't pay back our debts. It's all going to hell. It was that kind of email. You follow? Yep. And basically, I responded back, well, then I guess you should sell your house. Because he's like, he's like, well, everything you invest in will be devalued. Your money, your 401k. I'm like, okay, then sell your house if you're so con- if you're if you know this so much, sell your house today because your house is going to go down in value too. If you know the dollar crashes, everything that you prepay in your house crashes as well. So anything that's paid off, anything that is um, equity, is is devalued, and that happens automatically with inflation. But in his case, it would happen as well. And he's like, I don't want to sell my house. So even though he believes in gloom and doom, he still has to have a place to live. And even though you believe in gloom and doom, you still have to have money set aside for retirement. Um, so the value of a home. You got any extra thoughts you want to throw in there? Well, I guess it's all relative to where you know to your income. That's the driving force behind any uh, home price increases. I'm looking at a map right now of the relative dollar compared to uh, housing in every state in in the um, United States and California. It's sixty seven point eight four dollars okay. per 100 um, compared to some place like Mississippi where it's 161 per 100. So um, if, if this guy wants to find a place that's cheaper to live, move to Mississippi. Um, I mean, that's the, the plane that you're going to move to Nevada where it's $101 per 100. Um, California's expensive. Um, and I think people know this and they know values drop. Um, there was a lot of gloom and doomers that sold their homes during the last real estate crash and they wish they you know, they probably wish they didn't sell their house uh, because values are back up. Um, you know, but California is, is a desirable area. The Bay area is a desirable place to own a home. And that's why until home, we have a drought, until we have a drought or we have <laughs> an earthquake, uh, we have some sort of other natural disaster or economic disaster. You know, um, people, it, people on the East coast must think we're just crazy for living out here. Like um, you, you, the headlines are drought and earthquake this year. Right. Mm-hmm. And home prices. Yeah. And maybe locusts. So. 
Um, you look at a place like uh, let's, let's talk about Nevada real quick. I mean, they're they're going to get some jobs. You know, by twenty twenty, they could get up to sixty five hundred new jobs in yeah. in a city that where it's relatively inexpensive. You can buy a five bedroom house for you know four hundred thousand dollars. Talking about um, Reno. Talking about Reno. Problem with Reno is Reno. If you've ever seen any video of Reno video footage, now I know there's some cute outskirts to Reno, but Reno should lobby for the armpit of America name tag. They should take it over from Stockton. <laughs> there are some places in California, correct, like Barstow maybe or Sacramento, not Sacramento, um, Stockton. Boom, I'm straight out of Stockton. Um, but but you have to admit, though, that this is a good – it will be good for the economy, the local economy, and for the state to get these kind of jobs. You know what's interesting and, about it? And this is, is interesting. A billionaire, Elon Musk, is going to be building a factory that Nevada is going to pay billions of dollars for, hundreds of millions of dollars for, and the cars are going to be sold to millionaires. And you, there's not a millionaire in Reno. There's not one millionaire living in Reno right now. I, I don't know if that's true. I might be making that up. I think that's that's not correct. But um, where it's located, it's going to drive um, money into Tahoe because it's it, where it's going to be located is near closer to Tahoe than it is to Reno. It's kind of in the southern part of Reno, um, and in Reno and to the casinos and you know the rest of the local economy. But what it will do is drive home prices up. Yeah. Because there's there's going to be middle class to upper middle class incomes, and dentists will probably do really well in Reno now too. <laughs> I got a job; I can get my tooth cleaned. Tooth, not teeth. Tooth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So home prices um, they scare a lot of people, and and it's definitely one of the topics that uh, I deal with on a daily basis. I work with several realtors that you know are, have seen traffic slow down a little bit. They've sure. since uh, nationally, we've seen more at asking price or lower than asking price offers being accepted. Um, so sellers might be feeling it's a peak in some places and not so much in others, where home prices will continue to go up. Where, but rates will have a big play in this as the Fed starts their bond purchasing program this fall. All interesting stuff. Unfortunately, we can't use it again. But it's all interesting stuff. It's Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Big event coming up. Coming up. Coming up Thursday, September 11th at the San Jose Airport Hotel. All about wealth in the Bay Area. Wealth in the Bay Area. And um, how to create it, how to manage it, how to protect it. You can learn more at robblack.com. Views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 
1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money, talking about creating wealth, focusing on wealth, per se, intent, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke, get what I mean. Um, S&P 500's up over 8% this year. Dow's up 3%, NASDAQ's up almost 10%. Now, that's all nice, but where does it take us? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, how you, how's your portfolio doing? Last year, we were up 30% in the markets. Whoa, 30%. You ain't going to get that too many times in your life. So hopefully, you weren't one of those people who was trying to time the market. It breaks my heart when I get emails from average people who are like, so I have my retirement account with TD Ameritrade, and now I want to set up a trading account. I'm like, dude, you're, you're doing everything right. You had me. And you bring up the quote-unquote trading account. Ask your friends. Pull your friends. How many of them are good traders? The answer is not very many. Uh, There's a recent report out of Fidelity. And they basically ran the numbers. It's on Bloomberg Radio. Um, They were interviewing James O'Shaughnessy from O'Shaughnessy Asset Management. And part of the big discussion was like, in Fidelity, let's take a look at the accounts and see who does best or what does best. Um, based on behavioral issues, it's a pretty important thing because, again, people want to trade because they think they're smart. That's their behavior. I'm smarter than the market. I'm smarter than you kind of thing. And if you take a look at the last 20 years annualized, energy's returned over 12%. If you just bought an energy ETF, that was probably the best thing you could do. Healthcare, about the same. Tech, about the same. Consumer staples, about the same. You get into REITs, about 10% plus. Um, Russell 2000, S&P 500. Europe materials are now sitting about 8%. Uh, 30-year treasury strip, 30-year treasury um, gold in the last 20 years has pulled in just under 6% average annualized. And energy, almost over 12%. Healthcare, over 12%. So very last on the list, or next to last, is Japan. Inflation has averaged about 2%. But the average investor who's buying and selling stock um, has pulled in just over 2.5%. It's a horrible return, the average investor. Now, again, if you bought and held energy, you did great. If you bought and held REITs, you did great. If you bought and held healthcare, you did great. Just an ETF or mutual fund, not not buying it and selling it, buying it. With that said, please stop trying to trade. Tony Mendez, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Hey, Rob. Hi. Let's talk a little earthquake insurance. We did that. Let's try this again. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Let's talk a little earthquake insurance. Sure. So how much is it per year for the average Californian? It's about $670 for the annual premium. How many people do you see, because you're in the lending industry, how many people do you see want it versus 
get it. A lot of people ask about it. Not a lot of people get it. It's average in the Bay Area is about 10 to 15, 10 to 12 percent. Yeah, in the Bay Area. It's interesting because the big one that hit Santa, well, not Santa Rosa, but um, Napa. I did some studies on it, and about 6% of people up there had earthquake insurance because it's a lower-income area is what's thought on why the people with houses just they, – they can't – it's not a lower-income area. Compared to the Bay Area salaries, it's a lower income. Is the right. It's not – there's wealth up there, plenty of wealth, but um, the salaries for the average people who are working at hotels and everything, much, much, much lower. Yeah, you know, and it, it really does come down to the deductible. And, you know, you, you, the larger the premium, the, the lower the deductible, the lower the premium, the higher the deductible. So it can be inexpensive for someone who wants a lower deductible, but uh, – I'm sorry, a higher deductible, but that deductible can be huge. Uh, you yeah. know, 10% or 15% of a $750,000 house is $112,000. So first you have to ask yourself, do you have the equity in the house? Do, would you just walk away and, and not spend that $1,800 or $1,500? Because it's expensive here in the Bay Area for a house that sure. for that expensive. Um, and that's before the insurance actually kicks in. So you right. have to pay that money out of your pocket. So do you have the equity in that, in that property to do it? Um, and then second, are you in an area that actually has that high risk? Um, you, you know, you, there's what they call a risk profile. What kind of soil are you on? Are you near a fault? Um, and, and you go to places like uh, the Cal- California Emergency Management Agency site and and look that up and you can see what kind of soil and it kind of give you a rating of, of how exposed you are to that kind of risk. So it, it is a complicated um, formula of setting up your policy because you can also change the kind of coverage if you don't want your house, your structure to be covered, but you can have your, your items inside the house. Maybe your house is solid to the ground. It's just going to shake everything in it. So, and, and you really need to work with a good agent. To, and I'm sure everybody's hearing it on the, on the news nowadays after, you know, the after California the, earthquake. Yeah. After the Napa quake. Yeah. Um, I work with a guy named Mark Dannon and he said it was the quake was like a movie from the exorcists. The bed was just jumping up and down in the air. He said his bed was jumping off the floor. His kid was screaming. And then he was like, <clears throat> he, he looked for damage and, you know, his pool was half empty. Um, and he's been through the big one in San Francisco, the big one in L.A. And he said this was by far the worst he's ever been through. But he went to check his wine collection. He's got 150 bottles of wine. Oof. Not one of them broke. Good for him. But he knows people who lost Italian statues. He knows people that lost wine collections. Um, so insuring things inside the house, insuring things inside the right. house would, you know, maybe you have a newer home and it's not going to fall down. It's retrofit. It's, it's, you haven't seen my home recently. My home's made out of cardboard. I'm good in an earthquake. Just going to shake and everything cardboard and some yeah. rubber bands. I'm good. Balsa wood. Balsa wood. You know, I have the balsa wood house, right? So I could lift it up over my head and scare the neighborhood children's threaten to throw my house on them. You can do a, a nice renovation pretty easily. Just balsa right wood. Not the best building material. Not in Home Depot's uh, new supply. Um, you know, an earthquake policy, it really comes down to can you afford not to have it? And I think a lot of people with equity, as equities have come up, people are starting to think twice about it, maybe. Um, it's all about what you can't afford to lose. Yep. All insurance is. Yeah. So you insure what you can't afford to lose. And like, for instance, I've got probably $400,000, $500,000 equity in my home. Um Plus, it's probably got $300,000, $400,000 of, you know, someone would overpay. I don't really count that as equity because I think it's an overpay allocation in my head kind of thing. But the house itself is only worth like three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand dollars 400000 most. So I wouldn't want to insure for one five. I'd want to insure for four hundred dollars because 
the land's probably going to be okay. It's just the building probably wouldn't. And yeah, you're not replacing the land. Yeah. So with that said, it's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Big event coming up next Thursday, the 11th. Uh, 9-11. That's right. The most famous day for seminars ever. September 11th, going to be at the San Jose Airport Hotel. Um, it's going to be an event that I think is useful. I think it's a new event that we've never done before. It's going to be buying real estate in the barrier. Real estate versus stocks, risk and return, capital gains tax. Um, it's a pricey area to live. Stock options, stock option planning. Stock option planning is pretty tough to pull off if done correctly. Um, I've worked with CPAs, um, CFAs, who just are dedicated to stock option planning. You can sign up for the event next Thursday at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. New focus on wealth, focusing on creating wealth, getting you to retirement. Um, show dedicated to you. Truly, 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 truly is. Um, if you're middle class, I want you to get, get upper class. If you're upper class, I want to make sure it stays that way till the day you die. Uh, my goal is to get you really honed in on retirement issues. August non-farm payrolls, missed expectations. That was a disappointment. And economists can't believe it. They think the number is going to be revised differently. Ukraine reached a ceasefire agreement with pro-Russian rebels. Yay! Going into the weekend, that's kind of nice, right? We got to have a weekend where we're not worried about Putin. Right? I know you're saying, Rob, I never worry worry about Putin during the weekend. Okay. Okay. Well, now you could really have a weekend where you just cut loose and go wild and put your hair down and make babies because now you don't really have to worry about Putin. Now you could have a glass of wine, two glasses of wine. Heck, three glasses of wine. Or a beer. I bought a beer for a friend and I left it in my fridge. And I drank it. Does that make me a bad person? I even had a special brown paper bag for it. Like, I really put a lot of thought into it. Healthcare sector being pressured by biotech. Biotech, when it is good, it is very, very, very good. Over time, it is very good. But because it's kind of has a high beta, high volatility, when it's bad, it kind of changes the market. Um... So Gilead Sciences lower today. Gilead Sciences makes me want to like smoke because they've come up with cure, not cures, but treatments <laughs> for a lot of things. Um, so that stock down today, and it's kind of pulling down the whole. Um, it's kind of pulling down the whole biotech complex. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, Bay Area Loan Source dot com. 
Let's talk a little bit about taking cash out of a house. It's like taking a loan out for a car. It's it's tempting, right? Yeah, especially as home prices have gone up. A lot of people are looking at their house going, oh, okay, well, we want to upgrade. We can't buy another house. Home prices are up. Let's just do what we can in our house. Um, you can, a lot of people are, are considering buying investment properties in other states as well. So, And, and you hear these commercials all the time. Um, There's probably one on this station not too long ago. Um, and you have to be really careful about how you do it and why you do it. Yeah. Um, and, and some people are also taking cash out to you know, it's actually considered, pay up debt. It's actually considered illegal, a negative mark for fiduciaries to recommend taking money out of a house to buy more property. I did not know that. Yeah. So um, in large part, you know, the fiduciary standard is like you have to protect your client. So you're saying that the people that are taking money out of their houses are not getting advice to do it just their own? personal not desire. It, they're probably not getting it from a fiduciary. They're right. getting it from someone who's going to benefit from the transaction. Um, and this is one of the things I hate about financial media is it's populated with people who can benefit. You know, a show about real estate and how great it is hosted by a real estate agent. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> a show about how the economy is doomed and the best thing you could do is buy gold hosted by a gold broker. That's a shocker as well. So I just like saying shocker. Anyway, um, you know, a, a lot of people. Who how took, easy is it to take cash out of a house right now? Uh, it's the same loan process. Uh, it you know, on, you know, I've got a lot of equity. Let's say I want to get a quarter mil. Pretty easy. Pretty easy. Yeah, and and you can do it two ways. You can you can take the money, uh, do what they call a cash out refine, do your whole loan all at once. And not a lot of people are doing that, uh, although they should be in some cases because even though they think they're at a lower rate and the rate might be a little bit higher today, they can reamortize and sometimes lower their payments as opposed to getting an equity line, which is has more volatility to it based on higher interest rates down the road, um, which is the second option is getting an equity line. You can get equity line pretty easily. Okay. Um, thing about equity lines is uh, right now there's about 2.5 million uh, borrowers that have equity lines that are going to reset within the next three years which means that they're going to lose interest-only options. It's about an average of $250 per month increase for the that reset. Uh, and then by 2020, there's another $2.5 million that are going to reset at higher rates as well. So a lot of people get into these equity lines, and they don't know how to get out of them. I'm not a big fan of equity lines of credit because it kind of assumes that you've got something better um, as far as your return um, you, it makes some assumptions that you can use the money wisely if you take an equity line of credit, and we don't always use it wisely. Um, well, they don't. They also don't have an, an exit strategy. Uh, most of these uh, equity lines are due within twenty years, and you can't draw after ten years. So there's, you know, a lot of people today are trying to get out of these equity lines, and they don't. And oh, well, our rates, the rates are higher, so I might just keep this. Well, you know, you have to really look at all of your options. You have to hedge sometimes against uh, rising interest rates in the future. Um, we, we ran across a client not too long ago who said, you know what, I'm going to take money out. I'm going to do total refinance instead of an equity line because I don't want to risk that higher rate, but I'm going to pay off some credit card debt and a car payment. So their overall obligation dropped, even though their interest rate increased a little bit, but their overall payment dropped and they were able to take that extra payment and pay down that loan as though they had that lower interest rate. It sounds kind of complicated, but it's quite easy. It's like self-amortizing your loan with that extra savings. So you can look at it so many different ways, Rob, taking cash out.
I like home equity lines of credit because on one hand, it's it's money there that you can borrow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's emergency money. It's, in a lot it's of not emergency. Emergency money is emergency money. Home equity line can be used for like buying a new car um, at a low cost rate. It's the the problem is is you're putting your home up for collateral, and if the house falls in value, the bank can call that line of credit, and suddenly like you have to pay that loan immediately, kind of back. Um, and people don't assume like it's not as easy as it looks. Is what I'm getting down to. It's a complex product that people need to be very, very like you. F- you fail on a loan to Master, uh, Bank of America. Bank of America, you know, they're going to go after your credit. They're going to go after you, but you don't lose your home per se. I, mean, I guess you could, but per se you don't. So, with that said, that's Tony Mendez. You want to talk home lines, equity lines of credit? You can find him online at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Big event coming up Thursday night. Hopefully you can come out. Um, It's a reflection if you like the show and you live near San Jose, come on out. It's a new event. It's Bay Area Wealth Strategies, buying real estate in the Bay Area, real estate versus stocks, risk and return, historical returns, capital gains, talking about that for single people, for married couples, uh, for people who've worked at a company and have a lot of the stock, managing high State and federal taxes, trying to, you know, managing what you owe is just as important as managing what you own. And stock option planning can be a big part of this. Great area to live, but it comes with problems of very expensive area to live as well. Get signed up for the event next Thursday, San Jose Airport Hotel, September 11th, best day ever uh, for seminars. Come on out. RobBlack.com is for more information. RobBlack.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So next week I'm doing five shows at 8 o'clock hour on AM 1220 KDOW. That's just purely going to be tied towards um, education. It's kind of a money 101. It's things that we never really learned. And it's going to cover everything from life insurance. Want to buy term? You don't want to buy anything else. Whole life or variable life. I'll tell you why. We'll talk about credit. We'll talk about retirement planning. Talk about wills and getting married. Basics of investing. Basics of your 401k. So it's a show next week dedicated every 8 o'clock hour and the following week. Same exact thing all tied towards getting you financially educated. It'll be a great set of podcasts to give to your kids. Say, here, listen to this. Daughter's 21, just finishing up college. I'm giving you the outline to give to her so that she can make good financial decisions. Um, I also have a book out there. If anyone wants a copy of it on PDF, drop me an email, rob at robblackshoe.com. It's rob at robblackshoe.com. Um, but yeah, so... Next week, if you want market news, listen to the 7 o'clock hour. If you want interviews and things like that, what's going on in the market. Second hour, it's going to be all educationable. 
I miss George Bush. <laughs> he would make up words like educationable. Pretty sure that's not a word. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, I think understanding things like your home and your mortgage and rental and vacation properties, all pretty important. The value of money. Um, you know, to me, prepaying a mortgage is one of the worst financial decisions you could ever make. Prepaying any low cost debt that is tax efficient as well as, um, tax deductible is a mistake until you're fully funded your retirement. And that's a tough thing to talk about. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, com. I want to talk a little bit about prepaying your mortgage and, you know, uh, it's a very similar idea. I don't like people who prepay their mortgage until you're wealthy. I don't prepay my mortgage. I send in an extra dollar ninety seven so I can round up the number. <laughs> like <laughs> it okay. helps. I know. So, um, the point being is ha- the ability to save interest income. I know it's attractive. Um, your five hundred thousand dollar home, you end up paying you know three hundred thousand dollars in interest, and in it it drives people crazy. Um. So a $500,000 home is now $800, $900 million when you act. But your ability to earn income is lost when you lose your cash that you're prepaying in the mortgage. And the ability to earn income returns 40% over uh, 30 years versus the ability yep. to save saves you 15%. Yep. It's a weird mathematical. Yeah, owning a home isn't, isn't just about paying off your house. It's, it's about having a, you know, the right people around you. Uh, who knew that you needed to have a financial planner when you own a home? Uh, because it's the loss of that rate of return on that in, that interest that you that investment that you're putting into the house. Um, you know, I've always it, for me it was always really simple. If I can't fund my retirement first and and my mortgage, you know, I, I'm not going to be paying off my house anytime soon. Uh, the only time that I've seen it um, more active is where it's an investment property and people get extra money on a monthly basis and they just put that back into the house. Uh, that's more common than people uh, putting extra money in, 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 a, in a payment. Um, you know, it's, I find it interesting that uh, even over the last couple of years, uh, Freddie Mac had, uh, they report that over 30% of the mortgages that they've been writing have been for shorter terms, 15 year and a 20 year, because people are looking at those lower interest rates and they're saying, you know what? We had a, five percent interest rate on a 30-year fix now we can drop it down in the three percent range on a 15-year yeah our payment might go up a little bit but we're going to pay it off in five years earlier you know in a lot of cases that can make sense if it fits your budget um but the whole you know i get an inheritance of hundred thousand boom put it into the house uh, or, or i i got a bonus and put it in the house sometimes that can make sense sometimes sometimes it can't i'd rather have you get a five-year arm at a lower interest rate and have it riskier down the road because you're paying principal off faster if you keep that that same 30-year fixed payment um and and then it readjusts at a lower balance and and hopefully the interest rates stay lower and it is a little riskier but there's other ways you can do it like we we had talked before about how clients have paid off debt and i ran this scenario the other day for a client where they took a large chunk of credit card debt and they rolled it into a refinance you know what they call a cash out refi their interest rates stayed about the same their payment Overall payment dropped $300 a month, but they continued making the same payment. So their overall monthly obligation didn't change, but they were paying $300 off every month, and they were going to pay the house off in nine years early. So there's other ways you can do it instead of just dumping money into a house. I totally agree with that. And again, I've got a friend who 
she's got a car and she lives in an apartment. And it's the same concepts. Like she's like, should I pay off my car early? I'm like, what's the rate? It's all about the rate. You know, she doesn't get the tax savings on a car loan or the tax efficiencies of a car loan. But in her scenario, I was like, are you funding your retirement? And she's like, no. If I pay off my car early, I can't do that. And I'm like, is the rate 9, 10, 11, 12% of the car loan? And she's like, no. It's like 1, 2. I'm like, just service the loan and make sure you're maximizing your retirement as much as you can. Because building assets takes time. You know, one cookie becomes two cookies, becomes four cookies. Four cookies will put more weight on you. You know, $1 becomes $2, $2 becomes $4. $4 will take you further than $1. But it's all about getting those dollars set aside and working in your favor. Um, you know, stock market's up 200% in the last five years. Um, nothing beats the rate of returns of the stock market. At times, real estate feels like it does, especially since it's so leveraged. But um, the real rate of return on homes versus the real rate of return on investments in stock markets favors stock markets by a lot over a 30-year period. With that said, that's Tony Mendez. You can find him online at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Let's talk a little bit about um, action that you're seeing in your loans because you do a radio show here on the station. Mm-hmm. What, what day? Not that I don't listen. Thursday night, 6 o'clock. Thursday night, 6 o'clock. Okay. So you did one last night, that means. That means I did one last night. Okay. Um, what's the action that you're seeing? What's the, the – like I live on the peninsula – <clears throat> and with a, <clears throat> my world of real estate revolves around school districts. It revolves around every time an old lady dies, a family with two kids move in. So there's going to be a lot of issues with high schools in the future. Um, I live in a desirable part of the country, a desirable part of California, a desirable part of the peninsula. And my real estate issues are all tied towards like land parcel taxes. And it's really interesting because even if you don't have kids, you care about schools. Um, you should, when it comes to real estate in my mind, now, again, to someone who's listening in from Stockton, I, I, I don't know. I, do they even have schools in Stockton? <laughs> Trade schools, maybe. It's, uh, I think they teach in barns. So I think that's what I've heard. Um, but yeah, I've got like a neighbor who's like 80, no kids, and he still supports the education fund because that helps his value of real estate stay high. It's a very, very odd concept, but schools, you really want to buy in an area with good school scores or good schools um, or even the um, uh, reputation of good. So one of the reasons, you know, like East Palo Alto is not as good as West Palo Alto is the schools in East Palo Alto are not considered good. There's also crime. There's like, there's things that go with that. Um, Like if you're a mom and you're got a kid you're going to do everything you can to get them into the best school district. Everything you can. Um, that's just the nature of mothers and being a you know, mother to a child. So that tends to make the neighborhoods a little bit more attractive. Yeah, schools are definitely a driving factor right now in, in, in this industry as well as inventory. Uh, I w- I'm surprised that I'm not really getting the, oh, we're going to take whatever we can get. The, the people are still focusing on certain neighborhoods and, and waiting for the, for homes to open up and, and they're working with good realtors that know the other realtors and can help them get their offers accepted. They're getting a lot of experience with that in that waiting period. Um, you know, but you're right. I've, I've had some clients that are buying homes in better school districts and they don't even have kids. They're going to have kids or they're looking for that resale of the property. It's all about what somebody can buy the property down the road. 
um, for. Uh, interest rates are still great. Uh, I think we're going to see, you know, I'm quite surprised that interest rates have stayed where they are and actually dropped throughout the year. Um, Thank you, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> it's an odd irony yeah. that he probably wants to hurt America and he's actually helped America keep housing costs lower yeah. in mortgage rates by invading um, we, Ukraine. We hope to see a little bit more um, effect from the ECB announcement yesterday and that didn't really pan out in the in the treasuries. It kind of was kind of lame news uh, because the kind of assets that they're buying wasn't the kind of assets that we did in our quantitative easing. Uh, and and the, not even near the amount of, of purchasing that we did. Um, but, you know, unemployment numbers are looking decent, but the latest jobs report wasn't what we wanted to see. Uh, so a lot of people are kind of holding back a little bit. Some Some sellers are thinking that there are, they've already hit their peak. And that could be good news for the fall because it's going to open up some inventory, open up some of those houses in the better neighborhoods while interest rates are still low. I think that's the biggest hope that we have right now is that we have a spike in, in inventory while interest rates are low. Because if they do go up, it, you know, on a $400,000 loan, 1% is another $2,500 a year. I'm with you. So affordability is definitely still an issue. Big event coming up Thursday evening, San Jose Airport Hotel. It's all about wealth in the Bay Area, jobs in the Bay Area, getting married in the Bay Area financial issues in the Bay Area, all of those, and much, much more. You can sign up for the event Thursday evening, 6.30 to 9. Meet me, CFP Chad Burt, and Tony Mendez will be there. Michelle Lerman should be there. And much, much more. You can sign up for the event at robblack.com. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. I'm Rob Black talking money. Hopefully, you don't get freaked out talking money. I know money is a topic that it's tough for people to do. You know, mortgages that are underwater. Um, not have enough money when you retire. Not being able to enjoy now because you're saving for later. Um, then you hear a commercial about you should do bi-weekly mortgage payments. Then you hear me say, no, you shouldn't do bi-weekly mortgage payments. I got nothing but the truth for you. An honest take. And... Th- if you get an honest take and stop making mistakes, you'll do well. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, Bay Area Loan Source.com. He's a mortgage lender. He's boss of my friend, sits in on a regular basis, helps me give another perspective to the same content because a lot of this is repetitive. Um, Bi weekly mortgage payments. Uh, you know, if you send in an extra mortgage payment every two weeks or, you know, it, it equals one extra payment a year. Yeah. And not, it supposedly drops your, your overall um, term to, I think, 23 and a half years. If you go with a biweekly mortgage plan, you will pay off a 30-year loan in about 21 or 22 years. So it does do what it says, but it's also 
taking money that it's a 13th payment. Mm-hmm. It's, you don't need a biweekly mortgage calculator. You don't need a software program. And a lot of the commercials that you hear are like, you know, the mortgage accelerator. And you pay three, dollars $4,000. And you, maybe like you take out a home equity line of credit on your house and then you're putting it into biweekly. And you don't even realize what you're signing up for. And you don't even realize the cost. They get you on refinancing. They get you on software costs. They get you on program maintenance costs. If you want to do a biweekly mortgage program, do a biweekly mortgage program and just send in an extra payment once a year. You can go to your bank and do automatic withdrawal and do the same thing. Yeah. And again, I'm not recommending it unless you're rich or Um, poor. Let me tell you uh, why sometimes this doesn't work. Uh, And you can be um, be very careful. We had a a client who was doing biweekly and his uh, insurance or, or his taxes went up and the... So what the lender does is when they receive that first payment, so you're making two payments in, the, in one in the first of the month, one in the 15th, so nothing's late. Well, one of the payments went towards the shortage in the escrow, and it ended up causing him to have a 30-day late because the second payment didn't quite cover the, the remainder. So his next payment was on the first of the next month, which was too late to cover the 30 days. So yeah, he ended up with a, a late payment on his mortgage. You have to be really careful about setting these things up and make sure that, I mean, you might even have to go one payment extra in advance so that you can stay on, on, on track in case there is some sort of escrow shortage. Stock market's up roughly 8% this year. Mm-hmm. And most people's mortgages right now, what are they? Four to quarter, four and a half. So prepaying your mortgage, yeah, four and a half. You know, you can kind of see the math, but taking that money and putting it in the stock market, getting an 8% return is awesome. Yep. Last year's 30% return. Awesome. Prepaid a mortgage is a financially stupid thing to do unless, again, in my opinion, you're rich and you just don't care. and uh, Or you're poor and your rate's like 18% on, on your trailer. Then you want to get out of that as soon as you can, as fast as you can. So, um, you know, there's, there's yeah. some definitely creative ways that you can pay your mortgage down without sacrificing your ability to continue fi- financing your, your retirement. Um, we, we had talked about a creative way where a client had taken some cash out to pay off some of her credit card debt. Um, as people, mo- m- most people know, but if you don't, uh, for every dollar in your credit card payment, it equals about one third of that, about 33% uh, cents. So they took that mortgage that, that I'm sorry, the credit card debt, rolled it into a new home loan and then still made that same monthly payment. And it turned out to save nine years on their loan. Yet they made the same payment without having to do any biweekly payments or extra payments throughout the year. So there are creative ways to do this um, by just looking at your overall debt situation. With that out there, um, it's obviously a big decision. Um, the thing that hurts me the most is when I hear commercials like, discover what we've been doing in Australia for years by paying off the home eight years faster. Come to the seminar. And like, just because you have an Australian accent doesn't make you the king of infomercials. It actually does, but it's sad that it does because it's appealing to dumb people. There was a a product that came out of Australia that I ran across about six, seven years ago where the they they would take your assets. So let's say you had the same amount of assets saved over here that you had as a mortgage. And what they would do is they'd pay off your mortgage for 29 days of the month and then give you a mortgage for one day of the month. And then they they refinance you basically every month for 
however long the term. It supposedly knocked off you know thousands and thousands of dollars, but it was like a forty-four thousand dollar commission to the to the the lender. Crikey. That's Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Big event coming up Thursday, September 11th, 2014, 6.30 to 9 at San Jose Airport Hotel in San Jose. Expect a big turnout for this. Buying real estate in the Bay Area. It's, it's all about – and it doesn't make any sense because like when my brother David came to visit, I was like, Dave, um, he brought his girlfriend? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, okay, my home is nice. It's a million dollar home, but it's not like a million dollar home in Virginia. Like it's different. And you're like, um, traffic's a little bit different here. And you know, uh, things like Lyft and Uber and things like that to get around and how savvy we are. And, um, it's pricey. So you had to kind of like set them up. Like it's a little bit different with that out there. Um, Wealth in Bay Area is different. So this is an event completely designed for that, buying real estate, real estate versus stocks. Capital gains because we're all high earners. We're not all high earners, but there's a lot of high earners out here. Stock options, understanding how to utilize them. You can learn more about the event at robblack.com. It's next Thursday. Sign up today. Sign up this weekend. I'd love to see you. I'm Rob Black. Tony Mendez was sitting in with me. You can also get your portfolio reviewed by going to newfocusfinancial.com. Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.